You are tuned into a new episode of Trapped in a Bubble. I'm your host, Dr. Tim Apollocky. Today's episode is titled, Wait for it, Wait for it, Wait for it, Wait for it. Real situations exposes fake people. Okay. So, last few weeks, I've just been reflecting on life and things that's been happening. Uh, some around the world, but mostly in my personal life. And some people say personal life, they're, they're viewing it as relationships. I mean, me as me, Tim, as a whole person, because um, in order to know where you're going, you must know where you came from and where you currently are at the time of the reflection, okay? So, you have basically three stages of life. You have you have the growth and development stage. And then we're going to say that you you're born. Okay? So that's the start of your linear timeline when you're born into this world and then you know you have that line of time for more growth more development things happen to you your experiences how you grew up your background uh, your family your friends your environment and then they, some people say die, some say pass, some say transition. Okay, but we're going to say your expiration date. Just like when you look at your milk carton. Well, I know I'm kind of outdating myself. I said milk carton, right? But some of us who who are a little older understands what I, what I mean by that. It has, back in the day, milk were in cartons, okay? Uh, mostly all the milk was in milk cartons back in the day and before that milk were in glass bottles okay and so you go to the store now milk or milks are mostly like in gallon jugs and has expiration date more if you like your almond milks and things like that are still kind of like in a carton so it kind of like that for the ones who did not know i was just trying to give you like an example okay So let's talk about expiration dates, okay? You see them all the time, regardless if you choose to pay attention to it or not. Expiration date, go to the store, your food has an expiration date or shelf life, okay? Same when it comes to your milks and everything, okay? Well, most of the time we we view that in goods and services that it has a shelf life and has an expiration date, okay? Uh, back in the day, I'll use milk, for example, uh, especially when I was growing up in the the uh, early 80s. Um, if the milk said a particular expiration date, you basically did the test. You did the smell test. It was like, OK, it didn't smell funny. Then you, you had like a little taste, you know, you put it on, you, you know, you poured it on a spoon. And you kind of tasted it with your tongue. And if it was cool, you swallowed the rest of it. And during that time, you could have basically, like, had that milk. Preferably if you had it in um, the icebox or refrigerated. That you could, you could use it for, like, another week. You know, now you're speeding up. 30 something years later 
you can't do that. If a particular thing says it expired by this particular date, that's what it means expired by that particular date. Okay. So when it comes to type of relationships, boyfriends, girlfriends, baby mamas, baby daddies, husbands, wives, relationships have expiration dates. This is something that we'll probably go into another show about. Okay. But what I'm saying is that I'm, I got to come back because I was kind of going on a tangent. So maybe that's another another show that's in development. But like I said earlier, I was just kind of reflecting on myself. Um, basically, uh, in December of last year, Generally, every year, I generally kind of reflect on, on the whole year. What did I accomplish? Uh, what, was, what was my successes? What was my defeats? And what did I set out to do that I did do, but I didn't complete the task? Okay. So then I try to reflect. I try to reflect of how can I be better in, 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 in the following year? Okay. So my thing was, I guess I jumped out of cycle, out of season. Because I was reflecting on this stuff before December, uh, I'd probably say around September, October, trying to get a jump on 22. Okay, De- uh, December comes in, it hits, you know, uh, some things I can talk about now, some are still, uh, still, still in development, but I was actually in the hospital. No, it was not because of COVID or anything like that. Uh, it's kind of it's kind of crazy. Uh, when I did get the test, you know, did the COVID test and everything like that. Uh, when it came back negative and everything like that, I got full service, full service. You, you know, the nurses and doctors was not scared. Like, hey, hey, what do you need? What do you need? Type stuff. So, um, you know, I would say, you know, part of it. You know, I was having difficulty uh, breathing. Um, uh, you know, the day before it was, um, just, I just woke up, I had difficulty, uh, to breathe, I was out of breath, um, I didn't know what was going on, I just figured that, hey, if I just get up, I just move around, and things would be a little bit better, um, it, you know, normal tasks like going to the bathroom, using the restroom, to taking a shower, to putting on clothes, to uh, tie my shoes was so much of a task. And I came to work and it was just a task just getting out. It was a task just driving to work. It was a task just walking walking in to swipe in the different doors I need to swipe in. It's just, just a work. Well, I should to went to the hospital that particular day. But the next day I was rushed to the hospital. And I was basically on 20% oxygen. You know, some people might say, well, hey, you're a tough guy. This is this. Um, I'm going to say... Some people might say, you're fortunate. No, I'm blessed. You know, I thank God for for keeping me, even though in the midst of all that, I didn't know what was going on. I was not going on, okay? Um, um, It was some medical issues that was brought brought to me and things of that nature. Um, And I had blood clots on the left side. And uh, my thing was normally... I don't like to post things on social media and say, hey, this is what I'm doing. Um, especially since I'm getting older, you know, i rather just do the work. And then when it's time to release the project, whatever it might be, hey, here it is. Uh, hey, you can support it if you want to support it. Cool. If you don't, fine. Uh, you know, but it was like, hey, I didn't think that I was going to be able to uh, survive it. Uh, I had the faith, I had the belief that God would uh, bring me out of it, 
and to heal me of it. And I had the will to live, you know what I mean? But I was scared. I was thinking about my family. And I was like, wow, what happened to my kids, my loved ones? Um, you know, when your relationships, you know, you like, hey, the person that you with, hey, <laughs> they'll cry over you and then they'll get somebody else. So, you So I was just basically thinking about my father, thinking about my wife, thinking about my my kids. So, uh, and I was just thinking about some of the people who in my family had recently passed within the last year, last two. And I'm like, well, wow, man, am I about to go see them? And, you know, cross over to the other side and I'll be like, hey, Tim, uh, What's going on? You know, what are you doing here? You, you still, you still young. You still have plenty of life to live. These are things that I was thinking about uh, uh, when I was in the hospital. I was in the hospital for a week. I can't tell you like which days I was doing this. I was in and out of consciousness. I was on oxygen. They just pumped me full of full of medicines or drugs. So I mean, I don't, I can't tell you which days. You know, I was thinking about all this, but, you know, just different doctors just coming in, different nurses coming in as I was in and out of consciousness. They was poking me and everything like that. And so I was even in ICU. So it was like, hey, you know, I told people, was like, hey, I'm in ICU. Please pray, pray. And, um, I didn't know if that was going to be the last message I sent. I had some friends, you know, recently last year who who basically did the same thing and they did not make it out. And, uh, you know, people that uh been friends for about 30 years. So, you know, when you get older, you start looking, you start looking at these things. You know, you start looking at life a little differently. Um, you know, my oldest, I remember when she's born, but now she's about to graduate high school in a couple of months and planning on going to a university somewhere. And it's like, wow, you know, time time is truly, it goes fast, it's truly a vapor. You know, I'm like, wow, you know, some things that I had the strength and energies to do, I don't have the strength to, energy to do it anymore you know um i'm looking at life different i'm looking at relationships different i'm looking at people different and it's like man god why didn't i have this um this mentality why did i let some of these people that i knew was not for my good and they was just along for the ride uh just take so much for me and i just you know and i can't get mad at god i can't get mad at, at those individuals but you you know I had to get mad at myself because I allowed that you know what I mean so it was like wow wow by God no it can't end this way it cannot end this way I was thinking about you guys on the show it's like wow you know he um, was doing shows and all of a sudden it just stopped you you know and you know my thing was I was looking at trapped in a bubble and I'm like hey. You guys will be fine because uh, my son, he's, he's came on in earlier seasons and did a couple of shows. Some of those shows, they were some of the best shows when he came on. You know, from a younger perspective, he would have came on and basically let you know what happened. So he knows how to access my my Trap to the Bubble podcast through Anchor. He knows how to do it. I've showed him how to do it. So he would have told you guys. Um, during that situation, during that experience, um, looking back on it, um, you know, in February from December, it's just been a few months. And um, 
I'm truly a different person. Uh, I respect life a whole lot more differently than I did before. I appreciate life a lot more. And I really saw who was really in my corner and who wasn't, who was for me and who was against me. It was some people that I haven't heard from for years reached out, text me, message me, checking on me, called me. I'm like, man, the love that was I was shown, I was like, wow, you know, like, okay, God, you know, thank you, you know. And it was from people that I least expected or I haven't seen in a while or I ain't talked to in a while and it was not like a fallout or anything like that it's just you know life goes on people are living their lives you go this way they go that way the other people go that way other people go the other way so I was like wow so those was the ones that would least expect and then you have the ones that you have put time you put money you, you you put resources into you was you was there for them you try to show them love you try to show them passion you try to show them better ways of life and you've challenged them to be a better person and you know I'm sorry. It's not no te- technical difficulties, everyone. I just, I had to pause on that. Um, and that you was really putting time and, and resource in with them. You don't have, I mean, you can look at money and say, hey, forget the money, F the money. You know, the money that you lose, you can always get it back. And that's that's been my mentality this last year, you know, switching my mindset, you know, Hey, make better money decisions, make better investments. You know, hey, if you lose some money, it's kind of like the stock market. It's kind of like being in Vegas. You know, hey, you lose that money. Cool, fine. You can always get it back. So that's how I look at, you know, when I buy certain stocks. But you you can't get you can't get time back. You know what I mean? Time is so valuable. So valuable. And the thing about it is, you don't know how much time that you have. You know what I mean? So so many of us as humans, we waste so much time. And we look at people who are always grinding. They're always moving. They're always, it's like almost like, they're systematically just working and producing. Was it because we're like, wow, slow down, enjoy life. I'm not telling anyone not to enjoy life because you, you can, you know, enjoy life when you can, you know, do some of the things that you can, you know, because we're most definitely living in certain times. OK. And so. Some of the people that you expect to to show up and to help you didn't show up. If anything, they disappeared, right? So that's a hurting thing because if, if they were in that same position that you were in, then you would help them without no ulterior motives or anything like that. You're like, man, God, you know, how they gonna do me like that? If they were in that position, I, w- I would have helped them. Okay, I'm going somewhere with that. We're almost we're almost done with this show. And then you have some people that, hey, I know I ain't told you in a while, but I love you. And then you got some that didn't even acknowledge it, and you're like, wow, I could have, you know, I could have passed on and. You could in your family and they're reading, they're reading, they're reading. So they know, they know the situation is not good, but they don't call you. They don't text you. They don't message you. Okay. Don't get mad. 
don't get mad. If you're in a life death situation, God brings you out and those people don't show up, they don't acknowledge it. Okay? Basically, again, I had a pause. I had a pause. Also, it's a hurting thing. You know what I mean? It's hurting. It's hurting. And I get that. And some people, they, they hold it as grudges and all that different kind of stuff. Don't do that. But what I had to remember was January of 21. I told God, I said, hey, you know, sometimes I talk to God like that, you know, that's my homie. I love him. You know what I'm saying? And I said, hey. You know, I talked to him like how I'm talking to you guys, talk to regular people. I was like, hey, you know, I have done a lot for people, you know, over the years and most definitely in recent years. And I was like, you know, conversation with God, it turned into like, hey, let me go ahead and ask God some questions. Now, sometimes you don't want to ask God questions because it's not like you're afraid that he's not going to say anything. It's like, you know he's going to say something. God talks all the time. It's just, are you listening? It's like, man, what is he going to say? You know, is it going to, like, just, like, destroy my little world, you know, my ego of what I thought was what, what, right? Right. So this is what I said. This is a, was a danger. I call it a dangerous prayer, right? I said, God, show me who my life, friends or family or associates who really care about me and who doesn't. Now, I prayed this prayer in January of 21, okay? Jimberry goes by. You know, he's like, okay, I'm going to show you. He doesn't show me. February goes by. He doesn't show me. March, April, May doesn't show me. June, July, August didn't show me. September didn't show me. October kinda, you know, kinda, kinda reminded me of what I prayed in, in January. November didn't show me. December, what he showed me and how he showed me, I did not like how he showed me, but you know what? He showed me. So my thing is, when God shows you people and their characters and how they really feel about you, don't get mad. Don't be trying to cuss them out and all the different kind of stuff and F you and all that different kind of stuff. Just take it as, okay, you was, you was not for my good or you just don't get too, too sense about what happens to me and, and be, begin to, to make executive decisions in your life and cut them out of your life and remove them. Just like I've said said on here earlier and previously, and I've also said to some friends, when people violate violate them and it's time to terminate the relationship, you don't always have to say F you bitch and all that different kind of stuff, things of that nature. Um, sometimes this, you know, you did this to me, you ain't got to remind them, they already know what they did to you. J just remove yourself, just remove yourself, you know, from them, stop communicating, just start pulling back. Sometimes you have to fire people and they still think that they they have their particular place with you, like they want to break glass in case of emergency and pull you out. So it's just sometimes, you know, you don't, you don't wear your hand out of the lion's mouth. Sometimes you have to ease it out of the lion's mouth. So that that's what I'm saying to everyone make your life better and sometimes um, your 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 realities constantly shape your your future and your present some of it is just your decisions that you make and things that you did previously and a lot of it is just you have to look at your inner circle man you know everybody that say they for you is not for you you know everybody say that they'll fight for you wouldn't bust a grape in a, in a in, in a fruit fight, you know? No, stop crossing rivers for people that wouldn't cross puddles for you. You know what I mean? So, you know, 
and do whatever it is to improve your life, okay? There's people that's out there that love you. There's people out there out there that support you. And there's people like that that got your back. It's just thing about it is you have to see who it is. And my thing is this with that is you need to have the same energy and the same things for them so you can support each other. So I went a little longer today and uh, it wasn't that I didn't have any shows. I had plenty of shows, but I was just trying to cipher which ones to basically come out with with you on today. So I just thought that we just sit here and we just talk. And I'm, I thank you for everyone who listens to the show. I love you guys and gals. And I pray nothing but happiness and protection and blessings. And we're signing off. And if you don't believe in yourself, believe in God. Talk to you soon. I love everyone here. And we're out of here. You are tuned in to a new episode of Trapped in a Bubble. I'm your host, Dr. Tim Apollocky. Today, I have a special guest, Danny J. We're going to finish the second part of They Reminisce Over You. And let's get started. Okay. So as we was leaving off, before we had technical difficulties, you was basically talking about uh, Mr. Brown, how much of a good dude he was. Would you like to elaborate a little bit more to kind of finish him off? Um, I don't really remember where I left off, so I'll just, I guess, do a recap. Um, he's the youngest. Um, he lived in a small town where he pretty much owned uh, several lands, which was one of the few, if any, uh, black um, people that were born in the early 50s to even have established. They would have houses, but they don't own land, so he owned land. Uh, to give a backstory, he went through several trials and tribulations, and I felt like he went that throughout his whole life because of some of the tragedy that he went through. It kind of just followed him um, throughout his life. He put himself in therapy, which I thought was very honorable because it's rare that you hear our peoples going into therapy um, before 2090s, 80s, you know, so I thought that was pretty honorable um, of him. He pretty much helped any and everybody uh, that he could. Um, he would put himself in negative just to make sure everybody has it. You, if he had, you had it. His fridge was full, your fridge was full. That's pretty much how he uh, uh, he lived his life. No stranger uh, was him. You know, if somebody had made a joke, which I thought it was funny. Maybe you will not find it funny, but I thought it was funny for someone to say that he knew people just as much as Jesus do. <laughs> I thought that was the most hilarious thing to say. But, you know, that's pretty much the type of man uh, that he was. So um, I'm honorable to have uh, um, been a part of his life. Uh, he took care of his children, all of them, no matter rain, sleet, or snow. He was there for them. Um, I only wish, you know, that many people had poured back into him as he poured into others. And I guess, you know, sometimes he'll do things and don't really get paid for it but i guess he knew you know because of his love for god and his love for people and love for church that his flow would never go empty and that you know sometimes i wonder how but his flow was never empty he always seemed to just come up among any trials and tribulations he'll always just pull through so for his death to be as tragic 
as it was, I guess that probably would be the only way that he could die because, I mean, he done fell off the roofs, he done electrocuted himself, he done almost drowned, and he was, you know, still, still there. So, I guess God has his way of doing things the way he does it. Can't question him. I mean, you can, but point is. I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, we can try to question, you know, you know, why does he take the people that he take and leave the ones that he healed and the ones who he need to take, he don't take, you know, um, I try not to think about it, but, you know, but when you start seeing good people being taken and you see them being taken violently, you know what I mean? It, it, it kind of makes you question like god what's up you know what i mean if you keep taking good people off this earth then the ones who need to be taught the right way are not gonna be taught the right yeah. way oh i like that you said that because i was gonna say you know we live on earth of, of people of beings you know so we can't not think you know certain things but as you say that then who's gonna be here to teach us to find our path to heaven if taking the ones that or the light to heaven. I mean, so much so much has changed. I mean, I think back over my life and stuff like that. And, you know, I had older influences and I had all types of influences from different races and things like that. But think about it was they all shared the same common thing was uh, what you're saying, just be, being a, a nice spirit, you know, here on earth, a nice person here on earth. You know, an angel walking the earth, but every last one of them that, you know, is kind of weird. You know, they all have in common that they all went violently and, you know. And then, and then on top of that, these are the type of men that have died that I know that died. Uh, the four or five in the last 30 days, six months to 30 days, um, six six men that I know, they were fathers, not just hand-me-down providers or seam donors. They were actually fathers to their children and took well good care of their children. And now we have a bunch of fatherless, misguided to be children on earth. You know, and that, that just kind of sucks in a way, especially for um, people who especially for someone like myself who didn't understand the concept until I met someone like Mr. Brown. So for people to not, children, for not to be able to have that type of love consistently in their lives, it makes a, a, a big difference. It really does. Because you sometimes don't know what you're missing until it comes into your life. You know what I mean? Right. And because that is it, it, mind-boggling because, you know, for me, I never really cared. I've always been one of you, like, yeah, it is what it is. It's life. But to hear people, oh, it makes a difference because she didn't have a father or he didn't have a father or he wasn't God. And I'm like, well, shit, teach yourself, you know, because that's just how I am. <laughs> but, <laughs> so, you know, but now having this person come into my life to do the emotional side and then my stepfather was there for the providing side I wow. see, you know growth and things that he done for my mother so it was like now to combine both of these human beings in one you have the perfect human being you know wow. what I mean so if those are the concept of what exactly a father is then it's an amazing human being. You know, I've always had love for men anyway. I think God made I mean, as diabolical as y'all can be. I think that was one of the best things God ever made. You know, just the figure, the image, the way that y'all carry yourselves, how y'all carry so much weight on your shoulders. I'm going to say people of color. Uh, people of color, the way they carry themselves in such an honorable way. And then when they get dressed up and when they feel good about themselves, it's, it's just good. You know, and it makes a huge difference when you have that balance of a woman or your children or just yourself and you can project that into the world. It's, it's an amazing thing, you know what I mean? So I get it. I, I honestly get it now. And that makes me even more pissed off 
or that I already was about my situation and for, you know, I'm not receiving that for my children, which that was like one of the top tiers that I always wanted when it came to my kids. So that's like one of my only two, three of life regrets of when I had children, I wanted them to have a father figure in their lives to show them, you know, how things were supposed to feel. Because I can only do so much as a woman, but to just really have someone, you know, if you don't have a best friend that go hard in the paint for you, that's what a father is supposed to do. He's supposed to, like, I don't give a care what's going on. We got this baby, you know what I'm saying? That it just makes you feel like you're just incredible. Right. And for a lot of children not to have the emotional side and just they have the the the, the provider side or they don't have the the emotional side, they just have the provider side or they have the provider side and not the emotional side. It's really you need both. You really do need both. So I guess that's the yin and the yang of it. You really do need both, you know, just paying for it or just being there if you're not really uh, involved. And you're pretty much wasting time being there, too. So I'm glad that the men that I knew in these past that have passed has at least dropped that much need into their children that they were there. I may not be able to buy you, you know, a $400 car, but I was here to play with you with this 25 dollar car right so it's, it's a good thing right and it's it's, it's it's crazy because you know our race does not have too many positive models when it comes to father figures when it comes to to, to you know black uh, when I when I think of that on, on the sitcoms, the one who basically stands out to me would be James Evans, you know, character that John Amos played. You know, I think that was the ah, best. Yeah. And then that was like from the seventies, you know, but he's still around, so he still he still kind of picks that mantle. And then the second one was Uncle Phil from Fresh Prince, James Avery, rest in peace. So you know, these were strong strong black men. That Do you like, know who else I thought about? I didn't mean to cut you off. Remember The Rock? Did you watch that show when you were younger? No, I didn't. I heard about it, but it's it's, it's like on uh, it's on reruns though. You can watch it on Tubi though. Watch watch that. He, yeah, yeah. He he took that was that. I take no shit. Yeah, I'm a garbage man, but I take pride in what I'm doing. He did for his household. He took care of his father. Together, brother. So yeah, check that out. That that was. A- oh yeah, yeah. I remember that rock. Uh, yeah, uh, Charles S. Dutton. Yeah, it was on Fox back in the night, early night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was actually a really good show that a lot of people don't give props. And the backstory to that, that man went to jail for killing somebody. Yeah. And came out and did good. So it's not like. You can't screw up and not come out and do better. You know what I'm saying? The excuses are, oh my God, I went through. Mm-mm-mm. You can always fix it if you want to. I'm glad that you say that because, I mean, it is a choice, you know. And, you know, it seems like the older that I get, you know, I, I really get senses, but I get real pissed off when people have that woe is me, like, I'm going through this, going through that. And, you know, God gives us the inability to change you know, change yeah, whatever situation. That's why I don't, I can never hold, you know, people like, oh, you're a tourist, you know, I, I, every freaking body has gone through something. Exactly. Everybody. Anybody that's born into this world, you're going to go through something. You, you're going to go through, you know, trials and, and, and tribulations and situations, you know, and I believe how you get through it is if, you know, you pass, you know, pass on to the next you know what i'm saying i mean it's all supposed to build build your characters it's all supposed to make you a better person but sometimes it just makes the person even worse than what they already are before and you know i just think think back what you said you know uh in the past 30 days you lost six good men and you know to me that's ridiculous because for one 
that's too much in 30 days. But two, it ain't that many good men out here now. So, right. you know, what I like to do is on Chapter the Bubble is it doesn't matter if it's man or or woman. I like to give them their stars, give them their salutes. You know what I mean? And I guess we're doing Father Day early this year since we lost six great men in past 30 days. So can you can you list everybody of those six, if you don't mind, and give them a salute so other people can hear this later on when they listen to the show? Uh, yeah. Um, Indian, he was, um, he was a very good guy. Um, you don't hear negative things about him, honestly. He stays in his lane, he works, he works on cars, his hobbies were motorcycle. Every time you talk to him, he got, and this is not just women that say this, this is men that say this too. When you talk to him, he's always motivating you to do better. Wow. He's, if there's a situation that occurs, he's always that oh, well, if you look at it from this side, you look at it from that side, well, if you step in they, their shoes and see their perspective, then that's why this, this, and that. You know what I'm saying? Okay. When it comes to Teflon, he, oh, and he had always was with his kid. Always was with his kid. That was his pride and joy. Teflon, same way. Work, his kid, um, he did his music. You always see a smile on his face. Um, he ain't in it with anybody. He's he's basically one of the people. If there is an argument, he is going to defuse it. He's going to find somehow, some way to just defuse it. Like, it ain't that serious. Know it. You know what I mean? Another guy, I don't know too much about him. Um, his name is Dante, but I do know he went through a lot. Okay. Um, he even went to jail. He came out and he still took care of his kids that he had. And even with the women that he was with, he took care of them too. Wow. He worked for a period of time. And then, of course, like we all know, when you're doing good, you're eating good, you're living good, you're sleeping good, your family good, it's going to be somebody that come in there and just cut the tree down. Right. And you know, choice does make a big deal, but it's hard to make choices when you're back against the wall and you don't know what else to do, you go back into the old way of life. And I feel like the devil knows that a lot about people, mm-hmm. that they're not gonna say, you know what, how about I just sleep on my mama couch for a little bit and I'm gonna go find another job and get myself together. All you think about is you're drowning. You think about your yep. kids gotta, they need this, they need that, rent gotta be paid, this, that, the third, and you hope someone will come into your life to help fix the situation, but nine times out of ten, that's not always the story. Exactly. So for those thirteen percent that have someone that's their ride or die for them and want to influence them to do better, I salute my hat for you, women or men. Um, he had his children; he took care of his children. You know, um, spiteful situations were in his life. In his life, that pretty much. Stress, 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 stress will kill you. Yes, a lot of understand stress will kill you when your body is under continuous amount of stress. It never gets to sleep. It never gets to relax. So it's constantly working three to ten times more than what it's supposed to. If you want to think about how it does, whenever you wreck your car and you hear your engine, that's what your body is doing. Mm. So when you're supposed to live 10 years because you done wrecked your life for so long, you done cut three to four years off of that because your body never gets to relax. It never gets to sleep. It never gets to, um, as they say, put on sleep mode. Everybody has electronics. You know what sleep mode be. Mm-hmm. It's still awoke, but ain't no, it ain't being disturbed. You see what I'm saying? Right. So we never give our body chances to do that and when you stress like that anxiety comes when anxiety comes uh let's say heart attack is top fluid so that was his situation i salute him i wish i had the chance to sit down and have a conversation with him but i really really didn't get that chance uh my stepfather he came into our lives when i believe i was about four or eight somewhere around that story and he's been a sole provider for our family and my mother 
until his dying day. Um, he has done spoiled. Is, is that's the only way I can think of when it when it comes to him? When it comes to my mother, um, if she says she wants a blue house, it's gonna be a blue house. She could just be happily walking through the kitchen and be like, you know what? I think I want a new couch or I don't like this floor. And without her realizing it, he's he's done it. You know what I mean? So he was that type of guy. He was very attentive to details when it comes. And now maybe because he was a tailor too. So he's very attentive to detail. Um, and I don't think he as well was appreciative about the things that he done. Because... To me, I don't I, I don't think people recognize what love is. Yeah. Um, when it doesn't have to be monetary, it doesn't have to be emotional. I think love is more in detail. If a person really pays attention to you, uh, the things that you like and don't like, understand what will piss you off, what not to piss you off, what to talk, what not to talk. That I think is the divine of love. If they can't do it in one way, but they do it in other ways that make up for it, hmm, because okay. they know they can, then I feel like that is the divine of love. Um, so that was his story. He did not just have, you know, his children. He had us. So on top of having, you know, the six to eleven of us, um, that's my mother's and and then his his children. On top of all the family that he took care of was basically us. It wasn't his family and his niece and his grandchildren. It was ours. It was my mother. So, you know, it should have been a very, as they said, a 12-gauge salute should have been tribute out to him. Because if you honestly think about it, he stood alone among us. And he still was able to hold his ground. So that's very honorable for him. Very honorable. Very honorable for him. Um, I'm missing someone. Uh, I am missing someone. I'm missing someone. I can't think of who it is, but I am missing someone. But we can move on when I remember how. Okay. So we gonna move on, wrap it up. If you remember, we can always come back and do a show for the person that you forgot, because we don't want to forget no nobody. You know what I mean? The problem is today is we don't give people they salutes or they flowers while they here. Unfortunately, most of the time it's after they gone, and that's something that has to change. You know what I mean? I don't see that it being a big change, but it could start with you. It could start with me. And then guess what? The next person, the next person, the next person, the next person, the next person. Then eventually it'll be enough out there that it can continue on because we are talking, we are talking legacies, you know, regardless if we use that, that word or not. Because my thing is this. You have your entertainers, you have your sports people. When they pass, you know what I'm saying, they get them all salutes. But then when you start looking at they they the life it was just they lived a very sketchy life but because they have a star power they get the notoriety you know what i mean so you know you you and it's kind of crazy you know how a person really lives you know what i'm saying just go to their funeral you know what i mean see how many people show up to it you know what i mean see see who who actually speaks it's always somebody there that's going to speak i've always noticed that to every funeral that i go to there's always somebody there to speak on behalf of the person that has you know passed on you know i don't know if it's god's way of saying hey even though he or she's gone it's still people here that remember what they did and how they changed their lives and then they kind of you know i think it's a disservice to just do it within two minutes, because how can you really give someone their salute, their rose, their flowers in two minutes? I, I don't think right. you can, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, I feel like it should be at least anywhere between five to ten minutes, you know what I mean? Because when you think about it, it ain't going to be that many people up there really talking, you know? Right. And then on top of that, it gives other people the, the, the understanding, because... You know, when I spoke, people came to me and was like, they ain't never really moved me. Like, I didn't know he, you know, they know what he does for them. But to hear what he does for other, other people, yes. That, that, that's like, oh, wow, he did that? Like, I didn't even know he did that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you, you don't, everybody don't know everybody 
all the way. And I say that right. a lot. Right. So you're fake or phony or whatever. And I'm like, no, I'm not. The side I give you is the side you deserve. Right. <laughs> the side that person is the side they deserve. <laughs> I like that. Conversation that I have with them, and then I gotta explain it, and I'm irritated. So. I can only give you what you will understand from my perspective. Right. So I'm going to hear, oh, well, I didn't know she paid these people bills and she did this and that. Or, you know what I'm saying? I only know that that's because you only know one piece of me. I can only trust you with some of me. Mm-hmm. There's people that you can trust with all of you. There's some people you can trust with a third of you. There's some people you can trust with a period of you. So it's not fair that you said that they only give two minutes because it's a reflection of their life right when people go up and start talking you know what i mean like yo i've been with such such they meet from drowning they like he can swim you know what i mean so, <laughs> so you you should allow people to be up there to say what they got to say you don't need to hear all that choir singing in. You can't think what. You can hear the church. Yep. Because, it, you know, it gives it gives closure. It gives, you know, it gives healing. You know, it gives so much. It gives people to express how they feel about the person. You know. So, you know. It, it does suck. It really, like, it just really, really does suck that the children... You know, that that's the part that, you know, bothers me the most. Because the children are not going to get you know, if they if their fathers die early, their children are not going to get the same type of emotion that we see, you know? Because we've probably known them thirty years. The kids probably only know them 10 years of their lives. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So that's just the sucky part of it. Because, you know, it's right because, I mean, it just leaves it leaves a whole bunch of unanswered questions for the kids. And they have to fight the rest of their life and struggle through the rest of their life with those questions. And then you might get somebody that might tell the truth, but most of the time you might have somebody come in and try to lie and they have to try to figure out what's real and what's fake. And I feel like that's not right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It it does. It does suck. Because the things that they probably helped us out with as a child. Oh, yeah, I get ready. I have to, I have to, um, hold on a second. Hello? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, like certain questions that we probably have had, you know, being with their parents or their father, you know, these children probably have that same exact question, but we're not going to be around to see it. Right. You know, because that happens a lot of times. Like once, once the, the father passes, the family really just doesn't get to see the children. Nah. It's like it's like he's it's like in most cases he's forgotten about or they chose not they choose not to associate with his side of the family, you know. The freak is she who goes. And you know, that's why I basically started trapped in a bubble initially. I caught I always say that, you know, I can't I can't believe that, you know, I'm you know the show's in the in the seventh season because I never intended for it to go this long. You know what I mean? But I used it. I started it basically after you know being encouraged by you to start it. Thank you. Appreciate you. You know, but it was more of a like a a group therapy type type thing, if that's fair to say. And I'm I was like, well, hey, it might be different questions that my kids might might want to know later in life but you know I may not be here to answer it so that's why you know I said well hey at least I can create something in a digital world to where it it'll stay 
so they can always log on and say, hey, I can hear daddy's voice. Hey, I can I can hear his mannerisms. I can hear what he thought about whatever the subject was. So, you know, right now, you know, at 205, 206 episodes. So no telling how many episodes will go before, you know, we can clue the clue the the show as a, as the entirety of a series. But they have hours of hours where they can log on and say, hey, this is how my daddy is. This is how he felt about this. this is what, you know. So thank, you know, thank you for doing that because I always wanted to leave them something like that. I didn't want to leave it in a paper. I wanted to have it somewhere digital where they can always access it. That's true. Yeah, because, you know, it wasn't until my um, my second sister passed away is when I realized, like, I didn't have my first sister's voice. You know, I didn't have... Uh, I'm not able to hear her sound or her laugh or things of that nature. So because of that, I start saving... Um, the, the voicemail, you know, sometimes I allow their, 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 um, their, their calls to go to voicemail just so I'd be able to catch their, 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 their sound. Because like you said, once it's digital, it's there forever, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah, that, that's amazing to think about. Or even like when you say, you know, because honestly, like now, they're, they're, their children are having children and they don't have their voice to play and say, this is what your grandma sounds like. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, yeah. Some of us barely have VCR tapes that's converted over to DVD. You know what I mean? And that's our generation, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. That's, that's kind of dope to think about the change of how life has evolved so much. You know, we, we kind of complain about it, but it, there's some good in it. There's some good in it. You know, it is. You know, we can, you know, the cool thing is about now, you know, me and one of the guys were talking about it earlier, you know, is just nowadays, you know, for something that you want to do, you don't have to go to like a mainstream type of company and hopefully they'll put you on you know you can put yourself on you know what i mean so you know sometimes you have to you know say hey i'm I'm wrong with it you know you don't have to go to a studio to come out with a cd you know you can do that stuff on the phone or a computer now you know it, mm-hmm. you know it's so much it's so much you can do now you know you don't you know like us we're doing we're doing shows you know we, <laughs> you know but you think about um, the one thing uh, for those who are not uh, used to Anchor, yeah, we have the Spotify and the podcasts and you know the Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts and all the other stuff. But the one thing that I find interesting about, um, uh, and I don't know if the other platforms, I don't know they really but we know that they people around the world right apps, but to see. You know, on Anchor, you can look who is listening to you right. from around the world. And I find that to be very interesting. Like, dang, I got people in France and Africa and Jamaica and Hawaii and hearing my voice, you know. So I guess those were the moments how you feel with somebody buy your product and you're shipping it off. Like, you took the time out to enjoy my product, my exactly. brand. Like, even if it was like, oh, I didn't like that. That was crappy. You still hurt me. <laughs> 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 that, 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 I find that to be kind of dope. I find that to be very dope. I do, too. So, you know, anybody that says that, you know, they can't do nothing, it's really no excuse in this world. You know, if you want your voice to be heard, then do something to make your voice be heard. Because it's, right. it's nothing but opportunities out here. And, you know, you can easily say you don't have the money. Well, hey, dig a little deeper. A lot do of something stuff to do. Very free. Yeah. It, it starts off very free to give you the option to see if you like it or not before you purchase. 
Mm-hmm. There's so many free stuff out there. It's just we don't take the time to look, you know. The, depending on what it is, you know, it might be kind of sucky, but the thing about it is it's still free. You can still learn the skills to get it up. And then when you get very comfortable at it, then you can buy it. Yep. So, yeah. Well, I uh, so, you know, we always, you know, I, I think that's probably one of the reasons why I've always had a love for men. Because we always, always, always salute our mothers. But we forget that there are men out here that is really doing a dang old thing and they actually care. And I hate that the narrative painting of black men uh, don't do this and, you know, we get this stereotype. But y'all forget in the early 60s, we was all in our family. Men was always there. You know, we that was one thing they complained about. All he get is the big chicken. He don't work. Chris Rock. He done worked all these hours and all he did was get the big chicken. You know, mother say you get the fancy flowers that she take out to eat and all about to get is the big chicken. Like, it's time for women to really start appreciating and their children to start appreciating. And I think if it is projected more, then the turnaround will be better. But, you know, it's almost kind of like what Kevin Gay said. If I'm doing all of this and you kind of come to me as though I'm supposed to do it. Right. Or, you know what I'm saying? I'm doing everything and I'm still unhappy because I feel unappreciative. Mm-hmm. What am I What am I doing on, on earth? What am I even breathing for? Like, it, it, it sucks that men, and this is someone who has points. So imagine a person who don't have it feel this way. Mm. It's kind of heavy. Real heavy. To wake up every day to feel like you're not doing enough or you're not good enough or you're not appreciative enough and, you know, all moms really do. Yeah, she take care of the household and she cook, but if you honestly look at it like if it wasn't for me, then y'all really wouldn't have what y'all have. Mm-hmm. But really looked on like that. You know what I mean? Like maybe she should go work every day and I stay home and cook. But then if he does that, then he's a deadbeat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, this ain't this ain't uh this ain't Mr. <laughs> Mr. Mom, you know, nineteen eighties, Michael Keaton and Terry Gar, you know. Like now you gonna be looked at it as, as a beat. You know what I mean? It's just Oh, we just can't. <laughs> we just can't. But that's that's just how I feel about it. I don't, I, you know, I don't care if anyone begs to differ. That's just how I feel about it. Is there anything that you want to say before we close close this out? I believe that this was a good show. Um, if you can't start with adult men. Start with young boys. Start teaching them and telling them how much you appreciate them. Start teaching them and telling them that they matter. Start teaching them to cook, clean, wash. It's not gay to learn those type of things. At some point, one day, they're going to be in their own home. So they're going to need to know these things. You know, stop uh, normalizing. It's gay because he's cooking and cleaning, taking this and washing dishes. He, ha- he has to learn these things. He, he has to learn these things. Um, stop normalizing that he's supposed to sleep with multiple different women. Right. Stop normalizing that he's supposed to watch porn as an early child. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So if we can get this type of narrative, then we can, let's Lord pray that the men don't keep falling off, but we can right. have men, the five men that I uh, listed off as being not just providers but they were also images that left a footprint in people's lives instead of being an absentee right that, yeah that's pretty much all I dope I can't I can't go behind that I mean she pretty much said said that what I was thinking and thank you for taking the time to come back 
you know, my condolences, you know, about, you know, Tef and, you know, the rest of the family and friends that you've lost. You know, that's one reason why everybody I wanted to show respect. That's why I didn't do a show. I wanted to wait till Danny J came back so we could finish this because this was just an important episode and it just became, it just kept growing and growing and growing. So I was like, no, let's go ahead and honor these men and put it out there so around the world people can know about them. And you also can listen to Danny J also on Anchor. If you could please tell them before we get out of here where they can find you at on Anchor. Danny, D-A, D-A-N-N-I-I-J or D-A-N-N-I-J. Um, it's uh, have a seat and tap in. Um, I have to keep checking because I had switched it and I'm not sure if... Um, it's still the same segment, but it is D-A-N-N-I-J. Have a seat and tap in with two ones. And I hope y'all enjoy my content as much as y'all enjoy Trapped in a Bubble. And call in. We always happy for call-ins and leaving messages. And yes. I can check it out on Spotify. And as you said earlier, it's on various platforms. So you don't have to just go to Anchor. You can find it on Apple, Google, Spotify, and several other things. You can even Google us, and it will pull up just as well. So, Thank you, Miss Danny J., and I'd like to conclude. As always, if you don't believe in yourself, believe in God. And we'll talk to you soon, and we're out of here. Thank you, thank you.